you are listening, watching, uh, all of the above, neither of the above, you have in front of you, uh, think, a podcast for learning. Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. So it's think, uh, an educational-ish podcast. Uh, we do the learning, so you don't have to. Um, this is episode 96. We've almost made it. I'm your host, as always. I haven't gone anywhere. I'm still here, Nicholas Rue. And with me, also, is your other host, Paul Vine. Hello. Paul, tell the people what you're thinking about. What am I thinking about? Well, I'm thinking about how uh, they stealth added the Spider-Man web shooters to Fortnite, apparently. <laughs> start out, let's start out with a plug for our Fortnite streams. We're getting better. Are we, no, I would say we're getting worse. What we were, we were well as people we were, doing, were getting worse as uh, gamers. Uh, we're also getting worse because well, we're playing Fortnite instead of a hard. big boy game. Also, yeah, thank you, Geese Breath, hosting for the host. We're the hosts, but you are you're the host that hosts the hosts. Who hosts the who hosts the hosts? Geese Breath. Uh, Damon Lindelof did a really good adaptation of that a couple years ago. That's being generous that with the word "really good." <laughs> the word's really good. <laughs> Strong start, mediocre finish. Wow, okay. Um, but yes, we've been playing that a lot of Fortnite because uh, my brain is broken and I don't want to deal with games that are requiring me to think any more than that at this point, honestly. So um, it's, it's true. It's, it's the gift. Fortnite's the gift that keeps giving because um, it just steals all the better mechanics all the other mechanics from better games and integrates it into its own i would say yes it's like a parasite like a it's a, really it's almost like a katamari damashi um where because god got drunk and threw away all the stars yes but 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 it's just like going through and it's just like ooh, spider-man i'll take that Ooh, uh sliding I will take some of that. So I oh, did. I did. You watch got tornado a, effects. Go ahead and give me some of that. I did watch a twenty-five minute video last night explaining <clears throat> the lore of Fortnite. Oh, what? Like the story? Because there mm-hmm. is a story. Yeah. What it's is the basically story? lost? It's that like the big bang, the big bang that created all of everything, was um, created by an entity or a force known as the Zero Point, which um, is contained mm-hmm. within the uh, island, but it is uh, it, it, it defends itself from the companies that are trying to take it over and forces them into the loop, which is uh, a round of Fortnite where people are unable to talk and they're forced to fight each other and then just loop in perpetuity. And Jones works for like the, the a, a company. Jonesy mm-hmm. works for some company that goes into other dimensions harnessing the power of the zero point to find the best warriors in an effort to end the loop. And there's a lot more to it than that because there was I'm sure Midas there is. who tried to like finally end the loop and then they okay. tried to push back the storm but the storm's alive and then Galactus showed up at one point because he was going to eat the zero point but Tony Stark realized he'd have too much power so then he had to put a bunch of bombs on buses and then make Galactus eat those instead. And then he uh, broke up and exploded. I didn't play at that point, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, uh, so half of what you said makes sense to me because yeah. I knew the thing about collecting the warriors. Um, I guess the question that I have is when they finally decide to put a cap on Fortnite, when they decide to, like, mm, let's move on to the next thing, which I don't mm-hmm. know if they will at this point. What? 
who do you think the warrior is that they're going to bring in to to kind of end it all right like if you're you're be staying true to the storyline you've got to bring in like clearly the predator alien yeah. uh the superheroes uh who else have they brought in terminator none of those people worked so like who is the, who is the like end all be all person that they're going to bring in to like finally break the I'm tempted to end this episode five minutes in, but um, we have the answer for that. And this was an answer proposed by uh, Lemon Demon over a decade ago. I oh believe the answer is Mr. Rogers in a bloodstained sweater. Oh, my God. I'm not I've... proud of that. But <clears throat> if academically, they did that, that's, yeah. that's what we have. If they did that, I feel like that's one of those, like, similar to how... Um, Yesterday, the internet was taken over by the news about Nancy Reagan that I do not want to go into right now. Throat goat. Um, Throat no, goat. <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like Mister Rogers thing would cause a similar like like catastrophic rippling among Twitter, where just like a bunch of people are like, "Why is Mister Rogers?" You know, the yeah. same way that like if, if you're it's in because the circle, he won Fortnite. That's true. He did. Well, and now he there's did. a whole thing of the guy in the light-up mask that's that's The Rock was actually a character that was introduced seasons ago that was part of the seven that Jonesy recruited to fight mm-hmm. uh, some company that was against the company he was working for. Was and he, he always The Rock? Them and they got caught into the loop. No. He never showed his face before. But now they're working towards face reveal that it's The okay. Rock because he's like the leader of the seven who got caught in the zero point. I don't know. It was pretty late when I was watching this video and then I just started watching like only OG Fortnite players will remember this and it was like uh, the sniper shotgun they used to have a shotgun that they just didn't put like a range on oh so you could just like it just didn't have bullet drop off yeah that seemed tight they had a pumpkin rocket that you could just stand on the pumpkin rocket and then fly through the air Mm -hmm. Um, it was a big move for a while and I think they nerfed this but um, double single barrel shotguns and you just switch back. You take one shot in weapon slot one, switch to weapon slot two, take another shot, and just switch back and forth. And you can oh. just like destroy people. That I saw seems some, cool. yeah, I saw some video footage of uh, uh, Ninja Tyler Blevins. Um, I think you usually do shots. that, Tyler. Tyler Ninja Blevins. Mm, Tyler Legends. Tyler Blevins, aka Ninja. Legend of the Legend of the Hidden Blevins. <laughs> Return of the Blevins. Um. Okay. Uh, all right. For once on the stream, though, let's take a step back from Fortnite. This isn't about Fortnite. The people are not here for Fortnite. If they were here for Fortnite, they'd be watching any other stream we do. But this is a different stream. Mm-hmm. We came to this stream to continue a theme that we started last weekend. Um, yes. Since we're... Not in school right now. School, uh, school's just we. Our school got shut down because it was um right of fraud, a right wing fraud. I I think I don't know if we can officially announce it, but we have talked about our visits to Dallas, yeah, and our field trip to Washington, um, last year, mm-hmm. earlier earlier this year. Sorry, um. I think it's safe to say that we we are embarking. Um, we are, are in a, 
secure location and we are embarking in our free time, which we're given a couple hours of each day. Uh, otherwise, we have to go back to our rooms. Uh, we are embarking in a like uh, a self-teaching, self-taught courses. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I, it, school is maybe too strong of a word for it's that. It's a learning-themed experience. Yes. A learning, 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 themed experience. Yes. Legally, that's all we should say right now. Yes. Um, um, but we we didn't we came here to to rap. Uh, about spirits. Mm, I think they already did that. In they did. The in the Ghostbusters, right? Did they do they not rap in the Ghostbusters? No, there's the song. There's a bustin', the song. But Bustin is, I guess, is not a rap. Yeah, that's uh I mean, it's uh, effectively stolen from Huey Lewis. So it's that's true. R and B at best, mm-hmm. but but certainly not. Certainly I mean, not a rap. Huey Lewis probably stole plenty of stuff himself. Yeah, he's a kleptomaniac. Well-known kleptomaniac, Huey Lewis. Famous, famous klepto. Ah. <clears throat> But yeah, we're here to talk about rapping, um, spirits, guides, spiritual rapping. Specifically, guides. I'd say what nineteenth, the nineteenth century. I said eighteenth century in the fucking thing. Nineteenth century mm. uh, spiritualism. It, some of it dates back to, but yeah, it basically mid eighteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, spiritualism, right? Um, that's the name of the it, game. Nick, how would you? So, I got to be honest. I yeah. was I was reading about spiritualism. Okay. And I fell down the rabbit hole of everything else. Really? Yeah. Uh, like, okay, spiritualism, especially as it exists now, is is like a religion, right? Um, it it, it founded its own religion. There's a spiritualist church mm-hmm. in existence that I don't know basically anything about but i do know that a lot of the spread of spiritualism in the u.s came out of an area of northern uh northern maybe western new york um central and western is how it's described called the burned over district is how it's referred to yeah um which is basically just a uh, a way to refer to the fact that like it was an area of New York that was basically gripped every couple of years by some sort of uh, religious uh, like fervor. Um, a lot of religions just kind of swept through the area, including like a Mormonism. Um, but the the kicker here is that I fell down the rabbit hole of reading about. Um, oh shit! Where is it? It is Millerism. Okay, um, let's get into Millerism. Let's we'll start, start just, it's, it's going to be a brief aside. I don't think it'll get us back into spiritualism, but just like. Is, is mil- this kind of before uh, or concurrent to the spiritualist movement? The, um, the so second it, great awakening. It is, uh, it, it occurred during the second great awakening, but it did okay. not concern itself with spiritualism, but it was going on in the same areas. Um, it's mostly so the are you familiar with the seventh day adventist church that mm, currently exists no 
All right, there's one. Did on they my invent clip. the calendars? No. The uh-huh. um the chocolate loot box. Yes, the, the yes. Um, so Millerism basically comes out of this guy named uh, I want to say George Miller, but that is the guy who did Happy Feet. William <laughs> Miller. Wait, didn't you just refer to George Miller of Mad yes. Max as the guy who did Happy Feet? He did Happy Feet. <laughs> he did Happy Feet. I think he's most known for uh, everything Mad Max related. But sure, also Mad Max creator and, and Happy, Happy Feet, feet writer? Director. 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 I think he did Happy Feet and Happy Feet 2, and he said someone should kill me if I do Happy Feet 3. He um, also did Babe and Babe 2. And Babe yes, right. City. Babe, Babe. Yes. Um, and he so did we- a segment of Twilight Zone the movie, but not the one that everyone remembers. Uh, the one that killed a bunch of kids. Yeah, the one where, um, what's his name? Landis. Uh, John Landis. John Landon killed the two kids and uh, Tom and, Morrow. Yes. Rob Morrow? Rob Rob Morrow. Tom Morrow is the The, the robot from... <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, William Miller. It's actually based- Vic Morrow. Vic Morrow, sorry. Yes, that's correct. Too many um, Morrows on the team. Yeah. Why your wind's low? Um, That's why your helicopter's wh- low. God. <laughs> uh, William Miller, 31, 1831, basically said, Jesus is coming. I've done the math. Jesus is coming. Check Checks this out. out. And he cites a 2300 days decree, mm-hmm. which don't know exactly. It's 2300 day prophecy. And. The 70 week prophecy. Okay. And so what he has said is if you start at the decree of Ataxerxes in the seventh year of his reign, which is 457 BC. Is that the guy from 300? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, probably Dif- a similar region. but Different but Xerxes? Different Xerxes. It's, it's, it's Artaxerxes. That's a common name. Um, but so it is. I'm trying. To, I, I saw it. it was like basically the rebuilding of Jerusalem is what this guy decreed, and it was uh, 457 BC. If you start there, mm-hmm. and then there's a 70 week prophecy, and I don't know where the 70 weeks come from. It's probably somewhere in the Bible, but 70 week prophecy says if you do 70 weeks from that, you get to the day that Jesus died, assuming that. By week, you mean seven days. And by day, you mean here. Um, so all of this this religion kind of hinges on the idea that in the Bible, and this kind of goes back to um, like Methuselah or whatever, where he's like, well, you live for 700 years. And it's like, well, their times their time's all fucked up. They, when they say year, they don't mean year. Um, so 70 weeks is actually... Uh, uh, 483 days. Okay. Like a year and and, and, a and what they mean well and so what they mean is 483 years from 457 BC is how he's doing this. Okay. And so if you do that, you wind up at like basically at 27 AD, the year that Jesus died, apparently. And so Using the same math with the 27 AD was the year Jesus died? 
Uh, like close enough. Okay. It's like 30, 33, I think is actually. Who is it? Um, sure. I think it's a, it's the year that he, um, so that means born. we're in like 5,000 AD. No. What? We're in 2021. But Jesus died in the future? No. Oh, 27 AD. Just yes. 27 AD, not yes, 2700. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So 27 AD, I think 27 AD might be when Jesus like reappeared, right? Because he disappeared in the Bible. He's like gone. He was born. I don't disappeared and then he, he came back uh it might be when he was baptized or something i you know the the numbers are kind of murky uh, but he basically said okay well if you do this for the 2300 day prophecy again don't know exactly what that is you arrive at 1843 or 1844 depending on how you do the math mm-hmm. and so in 1831 he was like I hope everyone's appreciating it. We got about 12, 13 more years before Jesus comes back and we're all boned. Um, so you best be on your best behavior. Um, and so that was like a thing that swept up like that region of New York along with like Mormonism mm-hmm. and spiritualism. So like at the time there's just all these competing things going on. Um, I think the the thing that I saw that was very interesting about the is it Millerism or was it Mormonism? Uh, there was something that I saw about Barclays, like the bank Barclays, yeah, and the shoe company Clark's being founded by uh, members of like uh, the Desert Boots own Clark's. Yes. Okay. Yes, I believe it's. They, uh, they might be associated with Seventh-day Adventists. Um, I, like I said, I fell down the rabbit hole, and at a certain point, it all started to blend together. Mm-hmm. But it was just very fascinating. Um, the other thing that was also kind of interesting, and this is how I'll get us back into spiritualism, is that a lot of the people that were swept up in this were very progressive, right? Like the yeah. like reformists who were anti-slavery, and were um, like pro women's suffrage, and a lot of them had ties back to like Miller himself was uh, inspired by um, what's this guy's first name? Charles Fourier, mm-hmm. who was a French um, socialist is probably the closest word. Um, it's it's he basically a lot of people who thought that like. What if we just had a bunch of communes everywhere? That's kind of the vibe. And it was a lot of utopian socialism. Uh, Robert Owen came up who like started uh, Harmony Indiana, I think is what it is. Uh, New Harmony Indiana. Um, similar to like Utopia Ohio. It's just like yeah. a bunch of those people were also swept up in this idea of, well, ghosts are real. And so I think that's how we're going to start. We'll we'll start there. Just kind of giving a background to how did how did we get here? How did we get here? Okay. Um, so I don't know. Tell me if Millerism, from what I was reading, from what I researched, it sounded like for the most part you could consider yourself a Christian and also a spiritualist, unless you were like ex, you know extremely orthodox. Like uh, most people considered themselves some type of Christian and then also spiritualist on the side. Where I don't think you could do that with, like, a Mormonism is a religion. Was Millerism just kind of, like, 
Was it a religion or just kind of a it, side thing? You could it believe. eventually turned side into piece I, of beliefs. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily was its own religion. It was, I mean, cult is is probably the closer word for it. But mm-hmm. like, but like the Seventh Day Adventist Church, which is a current religious like church, came out of Millerism. Like it was a split that happened in like nineteen ten or something like that. Um, so there's there's some overlap, but I don't think that it is. Um, I, I don't think probably the people who believed in it would not consider themselves spiritualists. Um, there's a lot of getting away from the organized religion. There's a, a lot of organized religion bad, but uh, man's attempts to find God through his own path is good. Um, you go back to Lost, it feels mm-hmm. like <laughs> um, there's a lot of that. Um, so it is. It is very kind of fascinating. Um, yeah. I wish I had. <laughs> it was so fascinating. Nick had to run. Turn off the dark. Yeah, I um, man, a lot. Everything kind of comes back to Lost. The fucking Fortnite lore comes back to Lost too. Um, we should do an entire series on Lost. Um, we're almost done with the second season. Oh, bud. Um, so I. Basically, what I found was that um, spiritualism grew out of the Second Awakening, which also uh, Millerism and Mormonism, like you said. Um, During that time, a lot of people that were into spiritualism were people that were um, abolitionists, that spiritualism was way more popular in the North than in the South. Um, However, uh, most spiritualists were white, and most ghosts they saw were white. And um, uh, what I read said that there were um, not really many, like, black spiritualists that, um, what is it, uh, Sojourner... Um, Sojourner Truth. Yeah, Sojourner Truth and Harriet Tubman have, like, in, had been in circles where it was discussed, but yeah. had I not saw- uh, been interested in it. You know? Yeah, I saw a thing specifically that like Frederick Douglass called that as being a person yeah. who not did was like I don't believe in that ghost shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, Frederick Douglass was uh apparently around it a lot, but didn't personally believe in it. And which is interesting because there does seem to be this like kind of I don't know if it's white savior or more of like a like a noble savage trope, because there is this like weird kind of toxic reverence for um, Africans and Native Americans in in the spiritualist system, where it's just like, oh well, they're they're closer to the earth, they're closer to the spirit world. Um, yeah, this. I, yeah, I saw a lot of a lot of stuff bringing up that like the people who are mostly into this were middle and upper class. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of what led to it, you know, it's kind of started forties, eighteen forties ish, but like hit started hitting its peak. Um, in the sixties after the civil war and it had a revival again in like 19, 19 teens, yeah, um, 1920s, um, because of world war one. And so, uh, it served for a lot of people as a way of, um, talking to those that they lost in those wars or, or, you know, other, other battlefields or battlegrounds and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things that had been fought, um, but yeah, it is. It is. Um, I'm trying to think of like a modern analog for it today. Yeah, and it's like like I feel like 
this is not going and i don't mean to like cast aspersions on this Let's but it, it feels Let's like, like this a hot take either like a fad diet or anti-vaxxing yeah it's well there's something like that feels very neolib about spiritualism at least in the circles that we're doing it like um I, it's, it, it's it's that thing of like they're they are progressive in their beliefs yeah um but then also believe in this other thing that's just like a little weird and like <laughs> you know well, so uh, that's what i what i read what i found was that spiritualism was you know there's always been phenomenon there's been like these these certain different phenomenon and a lot of those co- coalesced or were kind of like reached out to from the spiritualist movement of um so what's spirit rapping exactly that's where like ghosts it's, could make noise yeah it's like knocking or um like like famously and we can go more into this but the fox sisters yeah um i like think the famous. fox sisters is a good place to start yeah, but that was that was like their their whole thing was that they could communicate through ghosts or they could contact ghosts and the ghosts would communicate through rapping or knocking on things and then answer questions by using a simplistic like rap once for yes, rap twice for no um, kind of thing. And then they they brought them up to like upstate New York, right? And uh, the Fox sisters, the Fox sisters. Yeah, yeah they were. <sighs> where are they from i i had the page up but they were from they moved after uh they were in hydesville is where they were i know frederick Douglass called bullshit on them and i know that like some doctors mm. said oh they're just they're just they're cracking their knuckles they're just doing yeah, that with no their no for like years it was it's a thing where like for like 20 30 years before they like one of them came out and admitted it was all made up mm-hmm. uh and then retracted that later uh but um yeah, it was like since like the 1860 or something like that. People had been like, "Yeah, this isn't real." Um, they're probably just yes. Uh, 1851 is where a reverend said um, you could crack your toe joints, and it was so loud that it could be heard in a lo- large hall. So it's just like for a long time, people were like, "Yeah, they're just cracking their toes or something <laughs> like that." And then Which I tried, I spent, I read that, and then I spent like 30 minutes trying to crack my toes, and it could like I'm, there's no noise. No, I, I mean, I crack my knuckles all the time, and maybe that's the problem. Maybe I need to crack knuckles less and build but up you that cra- sweet, you sweet cra- knuckle air. The crack your knuckle, though, is like a thing that, like, I guess you can kind of, I can get, like, a noise. It's more internal if I do this, but you can, like, it's so obvious that you're doing that. Yeah, but maybe the if reason, you the reason that your uh, the reason in the, the reason that the toes dress, worked, yeah, that's the thing, the toes You can hide your toes. Yeah. You can hide a toe, no problem. Most times, toes are hidden. Yeah. I can't see your toes Um, right now. Can you see mine? No. You got to pay for that. Go to onlyfans.com slash think the podcast. Our all toes episode. Yeah, our our Um, key picks. But, uh, yeah, Quakers come up a lot, which is is interesting. Uh, Quakers and the Shakers. Um, both both groups that I don't know nearly enough about, despite being like, it feels like everywhere. Shakers less so, but yeah, Quakers, Quakers and like, Shakers. It's all about oats and raising barns, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the Quakers were like, the Quakers was like one of the groups that I knew that like, 
uh, you could actually be a conscious of conscientious objector mm-hmm. if you were a Quaker, like because they that was like part of their thing. It's like, yeah, we don't believe in fighting wars. Do they believe um, in guns? I think they believe in guns. You can see a gun. You can see, but I mean, like, okay, that's not the kind of belief I mean. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if they they owned guns or not, but um. So yeah, the but Fox they did sisters. Own oats. They did own oats. Uh, Fox sisters were Leah, Margareta. You don't hear that name anymore. I thought it was just Margaret. Uh, it's no, it's, uh, it's Margareta. What I'm saying. Yeah, Margareta and Catherine, Maggie, uh, and Catherine also called Kate. Kate. Um, the interesting thing is that like it's the two young sisters who did this. The older sister managed them for a while and then like left to just go live the rest of her life. And the other two sisters, as far as I can tell, just like got found out as frauds and then just like descended into straight poverty. Also because they had they both got uh real into drinking wine. Oh no. Um, yeah, they they uh the younger sisters became alcoholics because they were moved uh away from their family to Rochester is what happened. I mean, they were like seventy well, I, okay, I guess Leah was 77 when she died. Yes. And then the others were, I mean, they were 60. They got old. Yeah, they got old. 60, 70. Yeah, I mean, that's, you can drink a lot of wine in that life. I think they did all right. I mean, it was like a thing where, um, so is 88, 1888 is when Margareta was like, yeah, we faked this. Um, you know, we cracked our toes because we learned how to do it at a young enough, young enough age that we could control those muscles. Um, and then like after, um, backlash from the spiritualist community, she was just like, I'm, I'm just kidding. They paid me to say that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Margareta and Kate, Maggie and Kate made very strong statements against spiritualism saying that I've been chiefly instrumental in perpetuating the fraud of spiritualism upon a too confiding public. Most of you doubtless know. The greatest sorrow in my life has been that this is true, and though it has come late in my day, I am now prepared to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. I am here tonight, as one of the founders of spiritualism, to denounce it as an absolute falsehood from beginning to end, as the flimsiest of superstitions, the most wicked blasphemy known to the world. That's what uh, Maggie said. Um, And then Kate said, I regard spiritualism as one of the greatest curses that the world has ever known. Yeah, those were both in 88. Yes. And then they both, they like died two years later. Um, I guess Kate lived until, no, sorry, five years later. Four or five years later. 92, 93. Mm -hmm. But so, okay, I don't, it sounds like from the research I saw, from when I, the research I did, um, there's two, kind of two main parts of, um, spiritualism and that is kind of the phenomenon the the things that are being done um and then what it all meant yes because it it was kind of a cohesive it wasn't just like weird things happening with ghosts there were a lot of weird things happening with ghosts but it's because spiritualists kind of believed that there was this like spiritual war going on yeah the 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 sense that I get is that it's like a Dante's Inferno, but for heaven or yeah. for the afterlife where they were just like, 
there's a bunch of layers and the spirits are communicating because a they need to to make right by us so that they can go to the higher levels of heaven yeah and also they're passing along their secrets so that we know um how to not make the mistakes that they did to some degree it makes it sound like uh heavens and hell are both kind of like Fortnite, you know and you can buy xp to get to the next to get to the layers using v bucks and in the world of spiritualism uh we are on twitch you know i just want to make it kind of get it on the general gaming level the v bucks of heaven are sympathy Mm-hmm. That that sympathy is a power and a currency that's um, important. I was gonna say G bucks for ghost. G bucks works, yeah. G uh, ghost bucks, ghost bucks, yeah. G bucks, yeah. So sympathy is G bucks or S bucks. Mm-hmm. Stick with G bucks, um, and they it rhymes, you know. In the it's nicer, basically that that um, African and native communities had more um, sympathy inherent in their culture. And thus that's the, uh, I, I'm not saying yeah, that that's I the know, shit they I know, said. I know. Here's the thing. I did not stumble nearly enough into that. The closest I got to that was just a bunch of people being like, we should talk to the natives because uh, we really screwed them over. Yeah. Um, and they could teach us how to be better people. Well, so the, um, I watched <laughs> like a, 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 a what do you call that? A, a, a speech. What when professors talk for an hour? What's that called? A lecture. A lecture. I watched a lecture on this, and um, basically the guy talked about how uh, one of his main points was that the South actually won the Civil War. That it was a longer war than people realize, but um, there was a lasting like. Um, the, the white supremacy still reigned in America, okay. and there was a lot of division along racial lines, especially in the rebuilding of the South, that the North and these abolitionist ideas didn't really win in the way that like people think they did. That is true. I believe that's W.E.B. Du Bois' like, entire like thesis in Black Reconstruction in America. Yeah. Uh, I think I have the title that, right? But basically being that, like, the the war like the 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 physical fighting was lost but the economic war waged until you know i mean how wherever you want to end it but at least like the quote-unquote reconstruction era is one in which like the south won that economically right they Mm -hmm. they got a bunch of money from the north because the, the the freeing of slaves uh and then they basically managed to keep uh racialized laws in in place to make sure that nothing basically changed. Yeah. Um, now, what it sounds like is that the spiritualists of this era were trying to basically harness this ghost powers as a way of revealing some like more mystical or, or spiritual truth uh, underlying humanity that they could use to combat uh, the the notions of, of the South and white supremacy and. Everything, while in turn also being, you know, white supremacist in a lot of their actions and beliefs. Um, And basically what the thesis that this lecture said was that um, the abolitionist movement died because the the meaning of it, the part that was actually trying to battle against any, like, broader ideals, 
uh, was defeated, and all that remained was kind of a examination of these different methods of contacting uh, the spirit world, these different phenomenons, without having any, like, um, you know, philosophy behind them. Yes, that's the, what I was reading said that basically spiritualism as it exists today kind of broke into three parts. One is the church, the spiritualist church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it only defined the one other part, and it did not mention the third part. So I don't know what the third part really? is. Is that the, the, is that the Black Lodge? <clears throat> yes. Uh, there's a White Lodge and a Black Lodge. Garmin Boja. Um, but, yeah, basically it was like this, the church kind of ripped away everything but the like physical manifestation and exploration of the phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other, the other part was just like, I kind of just left to be on its own of this. Uh, I don't know, like what was left of the, well, the whole reason we're doing this is because we want to be better people or to make the world a better place. And we, we think that by turning to the spirit world, we can get those answers. Um, what I really like about this is the assortment of performers in uh, 19th century spiritualism is just a, like, a, like an X-Men, like a, like a real mystery men um, grouping of people with kind of nonsensical uh, powers coming together. You have the Fox sisters who could um, hear, make noises happen, ask ghosts and make noises happen. Uh, did you read about James Mansfield at all? Uh, no, uh, syncretism, by the way, is the other thing that I was looking for. Oh, it's syncretism. That is, it is the tradition of individual practitioners, mm. um, without any hierarchy of dogma. So it is literally just like your random one off person doing seances or whatever. Like it was unorganized. There was no, um, my, my camera seems to be moving a little slow, which is fine. Um, uh, there's no further, um, Thing to it other than just kind of the that exploration and the really the grift if we want to be honest it is like mm-hmm. what what is what is left here is the people who are like doing this for the grift and they're like yeah i can take these people money and tell them i can you know tell them about their dead dog or whatever oh dude one of my favorites is uh james james mansfield okay i don't know about james mansfield um, james, from- he's not the person that ran into the back of the truck and got beheaded, and that's why we call it the Mansfield Barrier, right? What? That's no. Jane. Man- that's Jane Mansfield. Okay. No. Fun, fun little trivia fact for you. Uh, no, to my knowledge, not the same guy. Um, I probably it, didn't have semi trucks in 1850. I don't know. We'll have to do an episode about <laughs> semi trucks. A whole episode about semi trucks in 1850. It'll be very short. <laughs> Think talks trucks. Um. He's the guy who came up basically with that Johnny Carson bit where he would just hold like letters to oh, his forehead yeah. and be like, hmm, this one says your wife wants a divorce. Yeah, the psychic reading. Yeah. He he invented that. Um, and then there was, do you know about Robert Hares? No. So I know. So here's who I know. I know the Fox sisters. Okay. I knew, uh, I read a little bit about Cora Scott. Um, and then like earlier, like Mesmer, like Franz Mesmer doing the, the hypnotism stuff. I would, uh, so tell me, I would tell love me to it. talk about that. So Robert Hares, um, apparently he was like, a he is and was a well-regarded chemist 
who a lot of a lot of these people were like scientists like so much of this uh in reading about this is like scientists who are like this is bullshit and then going to see somebody and they hear like some knocking and they're like damn go surreal yeah They, they just like immediately flip and they're like uh conan doyle um sherlock author yes arthur conan doyle like famous spiritualist uh charles dickens um like a bunch of like people who you we we regard now as being intelligent people Mm -hmm. um very much believes in this which they should because ghosts are real i mean i'd love if at some point in my (laughs) life like ghost research comes into vogue yeah I mean, we're I, I you saw it. I tweeted at Mr. Beast. I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get us that Mr. Beast money so we can just become Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I didn't see you tweet at Mr. Beast. What did you tweet at Mr. Beast? I said, "Hey, Mr. Beast, give us that Mr. Beast money so we can become Ghostbusters." I yeah. It's, it's on the Twitter. He pro- um, he pro- okay, he probably thinks we, we were talking about like coming and clean his kitchen for his DoorDash business. Why? There's a ghost kitchen. Oh, I get it. Kind of a stretch. It's kind of a stretch. That's kind of a stretch. Um, but yeah, I don't. Uh, Robert Hare actually, there is no S. He, um, let's see, he was a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Um, he developed the galvan galvanic deflagrator, a type of voltac voltaic battery having large voltaic voltaic battery having large plates used for producing rapid and powerful combustion. He's elected an associate fellow of the American Academy of Arts and Sciences in 1824. And then, five years before he died, he started conducting experiments with mediums and converted to spiritualism, where he wrote several books that made him a very famous spiritualist. uh, His most famous book is called Experimental Investigation of the Spirit Manifestations, which we should read. Okay. Uh, The scientific community hated that he was doing this and said, please stop. Um, but he had built m- machines. He'd built ghost machines, one of which was a... Um, one of his experiments utilized a board and spring balance. The other involved the movement of a table at which a medium sat, caused a pointer to indicate letters on a wheel. So like a Ouija board, but without touching it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> According to sci- physical, physical researcher Frank Podmore... It would have been easy for the medium to move the table with her knees or other parts of the body, but Hare does not seem to have realized the possibility of fraud of this kind. <laughs> he also wrote that the machinery indeed was not ill-devised, but its use did not dispense with the necessity for close and continuous observation of the human agent. There's no evidence that Hare recognized this necessity or took any steps to guard against trickery. Um, science writer Terence Hines said what the scientists such as Heron Walls who are convinced by what they saw as seances were they incompetent scientists dupes or just plain gullible the answer is none of the above they'd simply ventured out of their own area of expertise an often fatal mistake they assumed as the critics in the scientific community that if one is a good observer in the laboratory one is qualified to observe in the seance this is simply not true mediums were known to cheat using the magician's trick sleight of hand and distraction magic is a skilled trade requiring years of experience and practice the training of a chemist physicist or psychologist confers no ability to spot magician's tricks to detect such cheating requires a magician um him Historian Timothy Neeland argued that Hare's interest in spiritualism was consistent with political and social beliefs that he held throughout his career. Um, and his book promoted the restoration of social order based on principles of republicanism. 
Oh, excuse me. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's an interesting explanation of, you know, they're not rubes, they're not stupid, they're just basically too cocky. They think that because they, they're good scientists that they could do. They could um, never fall victim to it, or, you know, they've thought through it all, whatever. <clears throat> um, the thing that I'm more interested in, Nick, so, okay, so we talked about rapping. Mm-hmm. What other spiritual, like, like spiritualist mechanisms are there? Um, one of my favorites, spirit photography. Okay. Um, in, there seems to be two types of spirit photography. One that to the modern eye is very simply just uh, double exposure, where they take okay. a f- photo of people and then um, double expose it. So there's like transparent images of people that they stay to their family um, in the background. Um, and then also there's uh, one kind that I think is really interesting. Um, apparently it's William H. Mumler, who was uh, one of the leading spirit photographers who did that kind of spirits and um, took photographs of Mary Todd Lincoln Okay. with her husband in the background. And it's a cool photo, but clearly it's, yeah, it's not I even a double exposure. After he it's, died. It's, it's a photograph with like a drawing done in light during exposure. Um Okay. And then I can kind of, I think I can, no, I don't think I can do that. Let's see if it works. Say I'll probably break the Yeah, it'll break everything. Um, Then you can just look up William H. Mumler if you want to see it. Yeah, I'm going to look this up. Well, if you look at the Uh, stream, I no, it'll break everything. I'm getting too cocky here. Um, Oh. And then also there's the one, so I don't know who did it, but the spirit photography where it was just people like um, barfing up goo. Oh, yeah, like the, the ectoplasm kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, his, his um, this, this spirit photography is dope. It is tight. Like, it's good, but it's clearly fake. Oh, yeah, it's incredibly fake, but I do love that it's just like, a person sitting there and then like a ghost kind of like caressing them gently. Yeah. Oh, this ectoplasm shit's the worst. Uh, there was somebody, I forget who it is, but they were found out to be a fraud because they, they part of their thing was ha- like producing an ectoplasmic hand uh-huh. or something. And a bunch of, eventually they were just like, this is just liver. This is a liver that you've produced. And, and if I guess people did not think past like, oh, it's a hand. It's a it's a, a real ghost hand, and not slimy piece of liver. Ugh. Um, incredible. Yeah, um, I do. I didn't do. I didn't do much research about the actual like ectoplasm. Um, I do like hate these photos so much. So that might be why I didn't. Um, but most of these, especially the Mumler, um videos and if i remember correctly there was like kind of a war between mumler and james mansfield where they both said that uh at least mansfield i think called mumler on his shit there's a i feel like there's a lot of uh much like the right-wing grifter of today there's a lot of like i'm i'm real this other person though they're full of shit um which is cool i think that's oh man yeah this sucks it's terrible to look at it's probably going to be the cover for this uh, podcast, uh, but I do hate it. 
Yeah, this, this just looks like some people throwing up towels. It yeah, it it looks like cotton candy, like wet cotton candy, coming out of the mouth. Uh, there is a Wired article if people are interested um, who are listening to this uh, after the fact called "Vintage Photos of Ectoplasm Conjuring" that you can see, um, uh, like a photo of this, which and is ectoplasm seems to be like. It, the the lore of ectoplasm seems to be like uh, Garmin Bosia effectively, but without the negative feelings. It's just a mucus that comes out of the the mouths and noses and ears of it's so people funny to, who yeah, are, it, are are communicating with the spirit world. It's a manifestation of the spirit world. It it is just very funny. To like I'm sure I would feel different if I were there. Um. Because apparently this, this is supposed like to be some... what people actually saw at seances. Yeah, I, this is this looks like somebody just ate a towel and then threw it up. Dude, this and one has a little like... picture in it. This is incredible. This actually looks like, um, God, I wish I could. That, yeah, there was somebody who, um, I, I'm, that's who I'm trying to figure out, uh, who did, um, paper mache. Um, like figures would appear during the seance. Yeah. And you look at the photos of it and you're like, this is the fakest looking shit. Yeah. This it's is like very clearly like a paper mache mask that they've just wrapped in like towels and put on like a coat hanger. Here, I'm sending you this photo. This is almost definitely what I'm using as the cover of the uh, podcast, but it's just, so terrible. It's it's a woman, I believe, um, who's a little hunched over, and then just basically like spewing smoke out of her nose oh, that's turning yeah, into yeah. a towel, and has a little photo of what looks like Teddy Roosevelt in there. Yeah. Oh man, I did not see the photo of Teddy Roosevelt in there. I saw that without the photo, or saw a version of that without the photo. That's good. Um, I wish I could throw up. Uh, like a sick vape cloud that had the shape of Teddy Roosevelt in it. Um, one of the other people that I was reading about was uh, Eusapia Palladino. Okay, hold on. I am um, going to try to... Um, I think this is what you're talking about. I'm oh going to try and share, share it via uh, the stream. So if you just want to look on the stream. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not working at all. I'm tuning into the stream. Much like her. Oh, boy. I just see the letter TH. Yep. <laughs> it, <laughs> broke, it broke almost completely. Oh, uh, shit. Um. <laughs> this, inc- this is incredible. <laughs> this is, this, That's this is spooky. This is the spookiest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> no, I can get it. I can get it. Hold on. I, he turned himself into a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I can get it. Hold on. I know how to do this. Well, well, well you're working okay. on that. No, I got it. I got it. It's the middle, it? It's just in the middle of the screen now. It's just covering our faces. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's that's the the paper mache mask. Yeah. Just the the laziest uh, shit I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, look at that one on the right. It is. Um, I I would be scared if I saw that, but not because I'm like, oh, it's a ghost. It's just like who's doing like the person who's done this 
is not safe to be around. No, this is just a bad Halloween decoration. And then just, like you said, a towel tucked mm-hmm. up under their blindfold. Yeah, just like, ooh. Um, <laughs> what if ghosts looked like this? What if ghosts were real and they looked like this? I would. That would be honestly better. I wish ghosts looked like that. Wouldn't be as scary. Um, so one of the people that I was reading about was Eusapia Palladino. Um, and her thing was levitating tables. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, she was like discredited by like Harry Houdini and a bunch of... That was the, the thing that's most interesting. A bunch of magicians were just like, these people are fakes. Like yeah. it's very much that thing of like uh, magicians who are like, I'm doing magic. I know it's not real. These people are doing that and then like grifting people out of money by saying like, this is ghost talking to you. Um, but she would like levitate tables or make noises and they would try to check her by like somebody would can like, they would have two people who are not involved, um, like hold her arms or hold her hands and hold her legs or whatever. And what she would do occasionally would be like, get them to touch each other's hands. And so that they were like, Ah, yes, her hand's not moving, but her hand is free and allowed. She's able to do a bunch of weird shit with her hand because the two controls are um, touching each other, which is great. I think that's awesome. It's just kind of a matchmaker. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she uh, she's born in uh, Italy, I think. Yeah, in Italy and, and just, like, went to Poland and England and France to do a bunch of this stuff. A lot of, like, doing the, the tour circuit in spiritualism, which is kind of interesting. Um, I kind of... I don't know. I think that the thing that's most interesting is like, where did this go? And I feel like a lot of it is just, um, I mean, the church, the the spiritualist church took up some of it. Yeah. I mean, Um, let's be fair. A lot of it, like there are probably five different ghost hunting shows on TV. Yeah. (laughs) But, but there's, I, I think, I think what it is is a lot of it was driven at that time by, advances in technology mm-hmm. um like there are people who they found out that the I, I don't know how a trumpet was involved but they said that the trumpet produced noise and they figured out that what she was doing is she was a chemist that was putting like potassium mm. in the trumpet and then when water like touched it it would react and then cause air to like be produced and come out of the trumpet and make like banging sounds or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so it feels like what happened is a lot of people realize like, Hey, we know a little bit more about chemistry now. And like photography is now becoming a thing. Let's either take advantage of that or, uh, to be a little bit more generous. It was like, Hey, we can't understand. We can't explain why this weird shit is now showing up in the same way that like, uh, you know, people talk about, um, this belief that the camera captures the soul, right? Like I could, if you see a double exposed photograph and one person is transparent and you know, that person is dead and you're like, how did they get here? Uh, it kind of makes sense that you would jump to ghosts are real. I mean, we live in a society. We live in a modern society. We live in a society. We live in a society where right now you could go on uh, YouTube and look up, um, 
ghosts and see top five real ghost photos by chills. Oh. And it'd be like, number five, this photo includes 12 dead people. Can you believe that the spirit, that a, fo- a camera can really capture the soul? For number four, here's a little boy that died and now he's a friendly ghost. Here's his girlfriend. And then comments are like, that's a still from Casper. They just put a sepia filter on it. And Chills is like, ha ha, that's crazy. But how do we know Casper wasn't a documentary? Uh, (laughs) That's exactly exactly, That was a pretty spot on (laughs) impression. Thank you. I've been working on it. Um, But I mean, there's still today, there's still people that are um, just putting it out there for either entertainment or uh, to, I don't know, give people hope. I mean, a lot of these seances were like, and still are, because there's people you can go to where they're like, I'm feeling some energy in this side of the room. Mm -hmm. Is your, is your grandfather in the spirit world? Uh, They want you to know that they're sorry and they love you. Like a lot of it is, is either uh, it's just grifting for money. It's like trying to give people hope. Uh, in in yeah. some way, some combination of the two, or it's just entertainment value. I mean, Demi uh, Lovato's out there with her own, with their own ghost show now. Yeah, they uh, Alien show too, right? I think they're doing. Like I think they're alien. doing pan supernatural. Just I am excited for whatever the fuck is going to come out of that paranormal. Sure. Yeah. Uh, what well, did um, you see the clip that was like the ghost probably doesn't like men uh, sing a little sing a song for them as a tribute, and then Demi Lovato sang a song. I did. Yes, I did see that. Incredible. That's. I think I, that's modern spiritualism. Sure. I mean, yes. I. I guess the question is: of where are the cyber ghosts, right? Like, if if the progression is, ghosts are real. Mm-hmm. I guess we're getting those. We're starting to get those films now, right? Like that's that's the haunted Zoom call films that are coming out. Um, Smiley with uh, Shane Dawson. Oh my God, I forgot about Smiley. A, a classic internet horror. I th- I'm pretty sure I uh, when I saw that I posted on Facebook like this is the worst film I've ever seen. Yeah, did I told you my story about Smiley, right? No, that's when I wrote for I wrote oh, movie reviews for-, for the UC paper, like whatever it was called, and um, it was the same issue that they had an interview with the director. So someone like spoke to the director and then you turn the page and then you just had me just saying no positive things about this movie. That's so funny. Oh man, yeah. Uh a bad movie. Terrible. Maybe movie. if I maybe if I revisited it, I'd feel differently. The ending has like three twists back to back. It's insane. I don't remember I've I blocked out I think everything about that movie other than the title and how I felt about it. Is it like, funny it was, bad though? It's not really that funny. It's mostly just frustrating. Yeah. It's not it's not like it can't be bad. Right? Like there's there's plenty of things that I love that are like this is bad but it's I'm enjoying it. Uh that that was not a film that was enjoyable. No, it's just like poorly made and they have like Shane Dawson as like the the sniveling like shy like friend-zoned friend. Terrible. We should rewatch that. <laughs> we should watch it. I we forgot it had Keith. That. It had Keith David in it. Yeah. Well, man, Keith David oh, will do pretty much that's anything. Right. That's right. The whole thing hinges around going to like an Omegle or a chat roulette and typing "I did it" for the lols. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Yeah, you go on Omegle, you type in, I did it for the lulz, and it's L-U-L-Z, right? Yes. Yeah, and then Smiley appears behind the, the, the person you're talking to and then stabs them. Incredible. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, and the guy who directed it, I looked this up before. Um, Michael Gallagher. Wait, um, a college student named Ashley becomes roommates with Proxy. Ashley decides to go to a party where she meets Zane, Mark, and Binder, who's mocked. Binder is Shane Dawson, who is mocked by his classmates for having reported a case of pedophilia, earning him the nickname Pedo Bear. Yes. I forgot. Shit. Yes. The whole thing, this whole movie was basically. Somebody like read about 4chan and was just like, I'm going to, I'm just going to make a movie about this. Like they heard about anonymous that comes up in the fucking film. I think probably the reason that I hated this is as much as I did when I first watched it was that I was still on a 4chan and I was like, this is insulting. Mm -hmm. I think it's ironic that, okay. So Shane Dawson's character's nickname is made fun of with the nickname pedo bear. But not for being a pedophile, for reporting a pedophile. Right. Well, in real life, I think there's some allegations. Shane Dawson's uh, done some, allegedly, done some weird shit. Oh, my God. The fucking director's the same person who did Thinning. The, um... The Thinning. The Thinning, yeah. Did The Thinning. The, um, Logan Paul Netflix Red series. Oh my god. YouTube Red. In a future. Yeah, what did I say? Netflix Red. Yeah, YouTube Red. Sorry, it's YouTube. It was when YouTube tried to get into streaming. The synopsis is, in a future, overcrowded, dystopian society, students with the lowest test scores are cold. Two students discover errors with the test. Oh my god. Uh, Nick, would it surprise you to know that they made a sequel to that film? Uh, Called The the Thinning New World Order. Oh, really? Well, The Thinning was a series, I thought. Oh, no, it's a movie? And then they made it sequel. Wow, we should watch those. Um, the plot here... I hate my selfie, af- too. He did I hate myself, and I hate my <laughs> selfie. I hate yeah. my selfie, and I hate my selfie, too. Incredible. Yeah. Um, God. Uh, apparently, one of the last few things that I've looked at before uh, looking up Michael Gallagher is Danny Tamborelli. Oh, yeah, what's he up to? I think this came out of uh, when we ch- chatted last week. We talked about the 100 Good Deeds of Eddie McDowd. Mm, yeah. Danny Tamborelli was in a band that played at Motor um, a couple years ago. Okay. I'm glad he's still doing stuff. I remember some friends getting a photo with him. I thought, damn, that's sick. That is sick. Um, uh, what else about spiritualism, Nick? Um, we've kind of got, we've kind of lost up a lot. Yeah, we got, we got caught up in Smiley. Um, I think the last thing I'd like to talk about is uh, mesmerism. You said you researched that, right? I, I briefly like looked into it. So he like is like the guy who kind of invented um, hypnotism. So it's Franz Mesmer. Did he do the, um, the pocket watch, or did he do the spinning? <laughs> He, I don't know. Let me, let me, so I got to go through this, but he, so animal magnetism, right? That came up last week mm-hmm. of about animal magnetism. Um, yes. I thought that. So that, I thought that was like attraction. No. So animal magnetism, also known as mesmerism is an is, invisible vor, uh, force possessed by all living things that he thought that you could influence. 
Okay. And so it's it's secondary it is, definition is a magnetic charm or appeal, especially sex appeal. There is yes, but but like that is it's I think that's where you get like Dracula is a sex god mm-hmm. because he can do animal magnetism slash hypnotism on people and make them want to want to bang Dracula. Um yeah, you know, the plot of Dracula is him just trying to get, get his dick wet. Um but yes, his whole thing was that he um Hey, can I show you something real quick? Produced an quote artificial tide in a patient who suffered from hysteria by having her swallow a preparation containing iron and then attaching magnets to various parts of her body. Um Hey, I just want to show you something real quick. Sure. Um sorry to distract. So there's a Scorpions album called Animal Magnetism. Mm-hmm. Um if you look at the stream, I'm gonna show. Yeah, throw, throw it up, throw it up in the stream. I hold on. I gotta go to. No, we can see it this way. You can see it this way. Can you see it? Yeah. So this is the front cover of Animal Magnetism. Okay. And then this is the back cover. Which one's the back cover? Sorry. This is the front cover? They're seeing the, right now? With the, the girl laying down and the guy with his hand in his back pocket. Mm-hmm. Then there's that dog. Okay. And, and then the on the back cover... The dog appears to be sucking him off. Yeah, is that dog sucking that guy's dick? I would think so. I think that that seems to be what they're implying there. They're implying that dog's sucking that guy's dick, right? And he is not okay. He has not moved at all. He changed his shirt. <laughs> he changed his shirt. <laughs> Well, that's, how you get, that's how you get that's how you get the dog yeah um Ugh. sure but yeah so animal magnetism mesmerism is but it, it i mean it all comes down to putting people in a trance to um cure them of some Ill ailment or to relieve some symptoms of a disease and then eventually that that later turns into like the idea of hypnotism of like if we can put people into this trance what if we could more like influence them a little bit more um i love that this says that uh the there are some modern people who've can uh who compared this to qigong uh or chi qigong what's that uh that is like the like a tai chi basically uh mm-hmm. for for um, this is a big simplification but it is like meditation and breathing exercises along with like physical movements but i'm pretty sure uh it is heavily associated with the fallen gong oh okay um who are the group that put on shen yun every year yes yes of course um yeah, that that's like a key part of their uh, religion. Um, their group is is Qigong, which people say mesmerism. Uh, uh, I've just got to quote this so that I don't get in trouble. Some contemporary scholars equate mesmer's animal magnetism with the qi of Chinese traditional traditional Chinese medicine and mesmerism with medical Qigong Qigong practices. Mm-hmm. So, uh, take that as you will, I guess. Um, 
I'll take that as it is. There's, there's so the, much here. There's yeah. That's the thing is it's it's very broad. I think we which should, means that I think this is part wanna, one because yeah. If we want to start digging into some more stuff, I think there's more in spiritualism and also I feel like there's an obvious part too, which is um, the evolution of spiritualism. Mm-hmm. Um, where spiritualists were opposed to evolution. Yeah, and then they had to figure out how to resolve the ideas of spiritualism with what evolution meant. And then we get theosophy? Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. It's I saw it. The opposition... It's in opposition to the spiritualist interpretation of evolution. It teaches a metaphysical theory of evolution mixed with human de-evolution. Oh, like Devo. Exactly like Devo. Um, There's also... Theosophy and spiritualism were both very popular metaphysical schools of thought, and they clashed. Um, Theosophy was mostly from the writings of uh, Helena Blatavsky... Blavatsky. Um, she distanced herself from spiritualism and allied with Eastern occultism. Yeah, we should, we should, we should save this. I would like then, to talk about that at length. Yeah, we should go. We should go down this path. Uh, there's also um, interesting. The here it says the spiritualist Gerald Massey claimed the Dar- Darwin's theory of evolution was incomplete. He said, the theory contains only one half of the explanation of man's origins and needs spiritualism to carry it through and complete it. For while this ascent on the physical side has been aggressing through myriad of ages, the divine descent has also been going on. Man being spiritually an incarnation from the divine as well as a human development from the animal creation. The cause of the development is spiritual. Mr. Darwin's theory does not in the least militate. Militate? Militate against ours. We think it necessitates it. He simply does not deal with our side of the subject. He cannot go lower than the dust of the earth for the matter of life. And for us, the main interest of our origin must lie in the spiritual domain. So there was also some evolution of spiritualism to work with? Yes, yeah, that was the thing that I was going to want to dive into. So we should we should hone this down, but I think we should revisit this next week. I agree. I think, our, I, I think our... there's more... I feel like we've hit it on kind of mid um, to late 18th century spiritualism. Yeah, we need to get that good 19th century shit because that's when they started. That's when we had the telephone. Yeah, we need the turn of the century. We need um, ghost calls. Radios. And then we'll end this with an episode about ghost kitchens. The, the, the clear um, evolution is uh, ghosts are real. Ghosts are calling you. Ghosts are making you food. I agree. Mr. Beast? See if we can get Mr. Beast on the horn for that one. Ah, uh, sure. We'll put in a... Put in a uh, you could probably just, like, let's place an order and we'll tip them really well. And just have the person, uh, like, talk to the person about ghost kitchens that delivers the food. Okay. Yeah, let's get let's get our clairvoyant, the uh, Grubhub... Delivery uh, using, guy. Yeah, using code and walker <laughs> <laughs> to get free delivery and uh, a pizza emote in what's that fucking game? 
Final Fantasy Final 14. Fantasy Come 14. on. Come on. I know that. All right. Well, to be continued. Um, this is, if you want to put this in human terms, uh, this is kind of like a life. The next episode will be like afterlife. Well, ap- spiritualism to afterlife consequences. <laughs> afterlife consequences. God. Sure. Oh, boy. All right. Um, you got anything any- else we want to? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I have anything. Oh, I got a hit. whole lot more, but I'm honestly too spooked after seeing Helen Duncan's uh, paper mache coat hanger ghost to really continue. Yeah, I've got to figure out uh, where we can watch Smiley. Yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, we've but, only, we've only been streaming for an hour. About an I think hour. that's. I think it's. I think it's good. I think we keep I, it I think, short. I think we could end the episode and then just watch Smiley on stream till we get DMZ eight. <laughs> okay. I think we should sure. try it. Sure. I'll just cut that. Can out. we get D- can we get DMC at DMC I don't know. I think if we're adding commentary to it, we can't. But I think we should just oh do it. God. Let's just uh, wrap up the episode. Um, right. Is there anything, anything you want to you want to plug? Any ghosts? I have anything. Uh, no, I want to plug uh, Torn Light Records uh, for not having the Greta Van Fleet album. Hell yeah, good, pro- probably good for them. Did you get get born by Jet instead? Uh, no, I, I I did get that Greta Van Fleet album, but I had to go to Shake It. Um, but I did buy. Uh, you went to Shake It and bought a Greta Van Fleet album on vinyl. Yeah. Did yeah, they give you a look? No, they did. Oh, Sarah put it up on the counter, so it felt like I was. Uh, Sarah's like, I'll take the hit for you. <laughs> no. Because that is, I'd give you a look. Yeah, I was not. I was trying not to engage. Um, I was hoping to find something more interesting, but they didn't have any. They didn't have any like weird like Japanese folk music, mm-hmm. um, which I found at uh, Torn Light. So shout outs to Torn Light. Shout outs to Torn Light. Good record store. Um, I haven't bought a record in a while, so I won't plug anything. All I'll plug is um, like and subscribe. Art. Smash that follow button. Um, um, figure out when we're playing... Uh, Fortnite. Figure out Final most Fantasy. nights. Most nights, watch us play Fortnite. We've been playing a lot, We've been playing of, a Fortnite. lot of Fortnite. It's absurd. Uh, it's probably it's probably no good, honestly. What are you talking about? You gotta hype this shit up, man. Oh, sorry. No, no, I mean it's not good for us. It's fun. It's oh, a yeah. fun time. Watch <laughs> us get very upset with our friends um, and me for walking away from the group, and then. Uh, getting murdered or more likely walking away from the group everybody else getting in a fight and then being like i don't know where you guys are it's like we're we're, we've been talking for five minutes about how we're getting shot at what are you doing Mm -hmm. watch us um all get in vehicles and just go in different directions and then get mad at each other for not being where we are Mm -hmm. it's good it's fun Uh, follow us on twitter at Theme the podcast on Instagram at Theme the podcast. Go to our website, ThemeThePodcast.com. Wow, wow, Leave wow. us five stars on iTunes. Leave us five stars on Stitcher. I don't know if we're on Google Play, but I think we are. Leave us five stars. Tell all your friends. Illegally upload our our podcast to Cobas uh, or Spotify and give us five stars on that. Do that. Hey, until next time, though. Don't think too hard. 
Uh, who's that rap rap rapping at the door? We'll find out next time. Oh, bye. Bye.